honestly down to you. I'm not going to judge on your porn tastes. What was the last porn you watched? <laughs> Shaving Ryan's Privates. Be honest. Don't I get am. all coy. I am. You didn't watch Shaving Ryan's <laughs> Privates. Like, no one's actually sat down and gone, that shit's going to turn me on. All right, fine. Muffy the Vampire Layer. Again, that's <laughs> not the case. Like You're just being that guy that's being like, I don't watch porn. Let me just No, go I'm not put, being that guy. Let me, let me just put some uh, puns on film names because... that's Those are real porn. My girlfriend's here and I don't want her to know that I slyly go off to watch a bit of porn <laughs> at work when I'm going to the toilet. Uh, she mate. thinks I'm curling one out. I'm smashing one out. You want to see the toilets. You will not be able to wank in you these toilets. You don't even need porn. Yeah, they're that dirty. They're that dirty. Christina Aguilera, you're dirty. What? <laughs> Why are you Irish? Because she's Irish. <laughs> Christina O Aguilera. <laughs> Christina O Aguilera. Christina O Aguilera. Gonna get dirty. That's not not it. Huh? Gonna get dirty. You sounded just like me. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and, 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 you good? And my name is Luke, and this is Sean, and you're listening to another episode of A Glass Half Film, the TV and film podcast, where, ooh, is it hot, Sean? Fucking boiler. Let me ask you. Is it hot? I'm glad you asked. Yes, it is. <laughs> That's okay. It's only polite of me to ask. Um, sorry, the fan's not on. I feel like it may hinder the listening uh, experience of this podcast. It's so hot. So I'm going to slowly turn up the heat in here. Yeah. And you're going to slowly peel away the layers of clothing that are on you. <sighs> you really are hot, aren't you? Yes. When does it get too hot for you to take your hat off? Never. Huh. I'll take off my fucking boxes before my hat comes off. Ooh. <laughs> Filthy. No, nah, that's not true. No? I mean here because I don't live here. You do it. You'll take no, it down to your boxes. Here I wouldn't do that. Wouldn't you? Get down to my boxes. No. Nah. I'm slightly offended. Why? I feel like we're past that. <laughs> yeah. I've, se- I've seen you in your boxes. Yes. Mm. True. When you'd sneeze on me when I'd what? stay around your house. One time. Sneezed on you. You sneezed on me. We'd be playing Need for Speed, and I'd be Watch on the on the mattress too. on the floor. And I just hear you go, "Yes, yes!" <laughs> and you do it on purpose. Yes, I did take your You'd duvet away, and I sneezed on you multiple times. Yeah. But bear in mind, we were fucking what fourteen. Yeah. So it wasn't like this happened the, the other, other day. day. Why well, you wouldn't be doing it in the middle of a pandemic, would you? Well, that's why it's so funny. Surely it's against the law to do that now. What are you going to do about it? Well, of course, you can get a red card in football now if you cough on the pitch. Well, can you? Nah, not if you cough on the pitch, but if you cough at the referee, the referee's like, hey, don't do that. COVID. That's that's naughty, you naughty bugger. Get yourself in the sin bin, and by that, I mean, here's a red card. You'll be feeling the aftermath of a penalty after this, which includes financial penalisation. Fair play. Financial play, fair play. Anyways, segueing into... This description of this episode. Um, yeah, we're just going to catch up and just just, just sit back and kick it and motherfucking just... Not be as drunk as last Just week. a tennis match of back and forth, baby. Just banter, back and forth. Wallop. You know what I mean? Over the, over the net to you, Sean. Good round. Here's a joke. Knock, knock. It's you next. You say who's... Oh, Knock, knock. No, knock, knock. Knock, knock. Who's there? Doctor. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you can't. I said knock, knock first. I served it. it, But I flipped it. So it's an interesting. You were here, you were here, you were here. I was here. I flipped it. Yeah, interesting. You tipped the scales in your favour of joke. I did. Um, Well done. Uh, But yes, no, let's. uh, We're just going to ramble on about what's been going on in the world of film and TV and. Um, we have caught up on a on a on a film this week, so we wanted to discuss that. It's come out during lockdown, which has been a crazy old time in the pandemic. Full stop. Cinemas still aren't fully open here in the UK and America. It's even worse, where they're now offering cinema tickets for a paltry price of fifteen cents. 
to try and entice people to go to cinemas um obviously oh, the pandemic yeah, is a lot worse over there and the virus is in full effect um but don't worry we got it covered we got it covered it's fine yeah um so yeah open up the cinemas get them all in there that's fine yeah so 15 cents a ticket yeah i mean i'd probably pay it would you in the middle yeah. of a pandemic well I've, I've been at work so who fucking cares at this point you've been at work for what two weeks two months <laughs> two, mo- right. two months time flies when you're having fun no, i Sean. mean like i've been at work time flies when you're having fun i mean like i've been at work so why would i give a shit about going in the cinema when i'm in a shop full of fucking people true. all day true true coughing and sneezing into my mouth yeah but in cinemas people kiss you only you kiss me. Oh, play your cards right. You will be. We haven't kissed since dealt, the pandemic. Lee. Dealt the deal of love. I haven't had a single kiss of me. Mm. You haven't been like on the lips. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. <laughs> on the lips. See, I haven't had that. That's disgusting, isn't it? You're probably going to listen back just so you can hear that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we're going to discuss what's going on in America, opening things up over here. Tenet is being advertised everywhere, left, right, and center. On YouTube now, they're like being like, oh, here's a countdown to Tenet, which is crazy because it's all about time. Is that really going to be the time that it's released? Who knows? Is actually all of this a plot device as part of Tenet? Are we in Tenet? Are we in Tenet? Christopher Nolan has really, really... So when's the... Le- what's the latest? Huh? It's coming out like... It's supposed to be out like 20th of August. When's that? I want to say. 21st of August, I want to say. Like so week. like next week. No way, mate. It's not happening. I mean, you don't it think does, it's well, it won't recoup its money, will it? Recoup. Recoup. Although, I think if he wanted to make his money back, he should have just released it to streaming and I would have paid for it. Uh, yeah, like, what? what's going on with Disney Plus? Is that right that they're releasing Mulan yeah. on Disney but Plus, but you have to pay £30. £30. For, and then you have it. But That's then, crazy. The problem I have with that is, is that... You could buy probably 30 copies of The Prestige from CEX for maybe that. Like, maybe like five copies now why because prices have gone up for the yeah because it's so rare rare (laughs) wow um no i think with mulan it's you'd hope that you own disney plus anyway you don't own it you've got it but um you own disney Disney plus now now. i'm bob arga and i own disney (laughs) plus um and um you think that mulan would go on there anyway yeah like lion king has and just chuck it on and beauty and the beast and stuff but like so to then say, oh, it's 30 quid, but then you get it forever. It's like, yeah, but I thought I would get it forever later. Like like yeah. you're supposed to get Disney films. So I don't know why they think like that's surely like that a... people will just wait and then wait until it would come on yeah, the stream site anyway. People are just going to pirate it. 100%. Who's going to pay that? No one's paying that. We don't condone pirating here. Depends what type of pirating. I'm confused. You condone some elements of piracy. Yeah, like, you know, gold... Treasure hunt, frankincense and myrrh. Yeah, wooden legs. You would steal a pirate wooden leg. Why do I have to steal from pirates? Well, because mainly pirates have wooden legs. I'm stereotyping I'm here. Stealing on stealing. I'm stereotyping. It's not about like if you've got one. Sick. Are you saying pirates steal wooden legs to give themselves wooden legs? Yeah. Before they get to the wooden leg, they're just crawling around with their one. One. Their stump in the grave. Of course. So yeah, I don't care about Mulan. <laughs> <laughs> And that's that dealt with. But Thank yeah, you, Disney. I'm, the, I'm not paying for that. But if it was Tenet, I, I even think if they had said 30 quid for Tenet. Oh, I'd do it. I'd probably be like, yeah. I'd do it. Get, get you around here. Stick it on the old exactly. telly bobs. Do you know what I mean? But like, to, but I just think he's obviously got his vision of it being, yeah. being up on the big screen. To, I've seen all of his films on the big screen and they do look insane. Like Inception and Interstellar. Look. Dunkirk. Yeah, Dunkirk. Insane. So yeah. like, you kind of feel like you might need to experience during it. these times who fucking cares at this yeah point? exactly it's not like this like super 3d it's just a big screen i mm. mean imax's looks nice but fucking who cares <laughs> imax looks nice it's you can just bring what you can do is you just watch it on your phone and bring your phone really close up to your face because then that's the same size as the cinema screen there you go you're yeah, probably your your screen right now is bigger than a cinema screen yeah but it's blurry well, that's it's nothing to do with the screen mate that's your eyesight I did think that the other day, you know. Oh, go on. What's up? What your eyesight's going? They get a bit blurry about here, but is that normal? That's short-sighted. Is it? Yeah. I said this to my dad, and he was like, nah, that's just what happens when your things get... I'm not he, not... Is, he is short-sighted. Oh, see, that's a, that is a very short-sighted <laughs> view. Glasses if I read stuff like this. 
I'm holding my hands very close to my face. Yeah, but if you, but that would mean your eyes are blurry when you read it here. I mean, no normal person is reading books like this. What if you're trapped? What in, you're trapped in a cupboard, and the only way you can read books is yep. if they're really close to your face. Yep. Then you've got yourself a problem. <laughs> Number one, you're audio, trapped in a cupboard, and get, you shouldn't be. Get audio books. Yeah, true. Yeah, and then you can just listen to us. Yes. Great sell. Thank you. High five. Finger. <laughs> finger me. No, don't do that. That was uh, me putting my finger towards Sean's finger. I'm not asking him to finger me. I'm sat on a seat. It's virtually impossible. You never, fig- a- you never fingered anyone on a seat? <laughs> I've never fingered anyone on a seat. What do you mean? It's an amateur hour. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, film and TV. Film and TV. Oh, and beers. Film and TV and beers are nicely done. So let's talk about the first beer. Um, the it's good dudes at Brewdog. Yeah. Straight off the bat. Lammy. Lammy offering these up with her bloody beautiful opinions on, on... She is a lunatic with this one. Oh, go on. So, no, to be honest, this is, this, these, uh, these were my choices, but she was, she was the one who, uh, who helped me out today. From the lovely Brewdog Southampton, the good dudes up there. So we're putting up a photo of these if you want to see what they look like. Um, it's a great looking can. It is. And... Straight out of Wonder Woman 1984. Another film never to be released. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Of course. Um... No, it's not that it sounds like it should be delicious. It's got a uh, real breakfast go. It's so it's like a stout, but a sour, but like not like both. That's how I okay. kind of. It's got like a caramelly um, smell to it. Yeah, it's like a because like imperial normally like stouts are like imperial stouts. So I don't know what the fuck is going on. But blueberry salt and natural flavors. I quite like that. Yeah, I knew you. Would. That tastes very Christmassy. Yeah, it, t- it does. Yeah, like so a sort of I didn't of know what warm, I could smell when I opened it, but it's this. Like a warm uh, Luke's candle. dessert. Oh, yeah, no, a bit candly. Smells yeah, I'm like that. a candle in your room. Sorry. <laughs> in your front room. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, it does smell like that one. Pumpkin. Has it got pumpkin in it? No. Blueberries. Ah, damn it. Blueberries. Blueberries. Same thing. Same difference. But it's 6.5%. And it's a goza. It's a goza. 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 Which, um, reading up on it, it's always have that sort of saltiness to them, don't they, as well? They're like, normally sours are like what I put with a go, goes, 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 Yeah. But it's just a bit stouty. I don't know. It's a bit weird. Yeah, but it's not, I don't think, I don't think that sort of overrides it. I think that's quite a nice tasting, um, a fucking lunatic. Quite yeah. a nice tasting one. You can sip away on that quite nicely, I feel like. Sort of in between it. I think if you were to introduce someone to a gosa, that would be a nice one to do. What do you mean by pumpkin, though? Yeah? Maybe sort of an autumny, warm sort of taste to it. But it's 6.5, so... Oh, yeah. You know, Sign a, me up, it's been Dad. A, it's been a long week. Yeah? Yeah. Go on. Talk us through it. No. Okay, that was <laughs> fantastic. Riveting stuff there from Sean. No one needs to fucking hear about my job, Luke. They need to hear about me like Sean Seymour. <laughs> yes. So, I was going to say the middle name. Go for it, if you can Sean remember. Sean Emmanuel <laughs> Adebayor Seymour. That's what my firstborn will be called. Yeah. Sweet. For my love of... Emmanuel Adebayor. Togo. Sorry? Togo. Yeah. Just because he likes a Togo. <laughs> it don't it make, make him from Togo. <laughs> Or something. Yeah. Um, so we've, got, we've got another beer as well. But yeah. But, oh, that's going to be a surprise because you don't know what it is. <laughs> so that's when that comes out the fridge. Ooh, we it's going to be like Santa's turned up on Christmas Day with his big sack of goodies ready to pour it all over your lap. Anyways, you're about to blast me in the face. You're going to blast goods. you in the face with presents. <laughs> yeah. Bam! Gift wrapped. Pow! Right in the kisser. Pow! In the gob with Santa's sack. Um, so yeah, let's. Uh, I mean, first things first. We uh, both have now watched a film that was released during lockdown, uh, pandemic. You know, the pandemic era, as yeah. they call it. You had the ice age, the iron age, the medieval age, and there's the, there's the pandemic age. I believe right. is now what they call like this. Like the Tudors. You know, even though it's only really been going on for like six months in the Western civilization, it does feel like it has been what six years so far. Yeah. Yeah. Every month's a year. Every minute lasts a day. Every day and lasts forever. But what else am I going to do? I wait forever and a day for you. I wait up, wait up. That is the wise words of JLS. 
<laughs> which, um, you know, each to their own. Top guys. You know? <laughs> what are they doing Anyway, now? we both Who watched knows? this film. We both watched Da Five Bloods, um, which, uh, which is a Spike Lee directed joint. film a joint as they like to yeah they do like to chuck that in at the beginning it's a spike lee joint it's um, a spike joint yeah um, which came out on uh, Netflix yes. um, and I believe um, the theatre it, it was actually supposed to be released in theatres sort of for a limited a peri- limited period of time and then would have been streamed on Netflix anyway. So it was going to be a sort of similar to The Irishman where they were yes. going to have it in cinemas for a limited period of time. So you could get nominated. So you could get nommed for it, which we'll obviously get into discussing if we feel like it was worthy for it. Um, but let's give a brief rundown of The Five Bloods, uh, which is a story of four uh, um, <laughs> Vietnam War veterans yes. uh, heading back to Vietnam um, to pick up the remains of um their leader norman uh who was killed in battle in the war um they discussed that he they're going to be uh picking up the remains of norman but oh no shenanigans are afoot they are indeed these motherfuckers aren't there for the remains oh no they smell gold in the form of gold it's gold <laughs> they are finding gold yeah so they've they've basically there was a part of the war where they were you know Shooting shit up and deep then in pow, the woods. deep in the woods in the jungle. The Viet Cong were the about. The Viet Cong, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then pow, they found some gold and dug it up. Yes. So that's as much as we're going to give you um, because anything else sort of gives away some key plot sort of issues, really. Not issues, <laughs> key plot <laughs> points. Yeah. Um, I'm really giving away how I made these sort of feel. We'll see. Um, so yeah, let's let's dive into it. You know, this this film follows on from black clansman in terms of you know the spike lee uh anthology you know yep. his his back catalog uh-huh. uh black clansman featured in my favorite films of the year when it did come out two years ago same um we both thought it was fantastic mm-hmm. um great performances there from john david washington david john washington john david washington john david washington i think it is isn't it yeah i think so yeah. or is it david john no it's john david who knows i think you decide <laughs> fact check it here we go John David Washington. Um, John your boy's son. David Washington. His father's Denzel too. Washington. Yeah, there's enough syllables in there to make that work. Washington. Oh, Washington. Washington. Whenever he goes out, the people always shout, goes, Denzel's son. Washington. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we thought that was fantastic. Um, yeah. A great, it sort of depicts an actual true story. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a great way some fantastic performances um it was emotionally charged there was times when we said that we both cried as well in fact when they brought it up to modern day you were just thinking shit the very end I yeah think, is like yeah pretty poignant it's a history lesson but also it's the music it's the score isn't it it's yeah it's pretty like you know it's, 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 a, it's a lesson in history in terms of what happened during that time and what everything was going on and how closely linked certain political parties are linked to terrorists yeah <laughs> organizations like the kkk and yeah. it was a real eye-opener whereas the five bloods for me um it kind of felt that it was constantly trying to be a lesson and teaching you certain things which i was all about yeah and actually those things when it did teach those those things to you and you were sort of learning about actually the interesting things are how many african-americans and 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 black americans were at the forefront of the vietnam war that was a real eye-opener for me and obviously whilst everything was going on back home fantastic but i just felt that that two and a half hours long this film clocks in at two hours 35 minutes yeah the pacing's way off yeah uh i think mainly for me it feels like it's two movies yeah molded together and it doesn't know where I don't think they're they're very well placed. Like, okay. I don't know. It just feels like they could have done the back the the um what are they called flashbacks first and just had them young. But obviously he had them old. And like I had an interview with him and he basically said he didn't have the budget. Yeah. To because none of the studios would touch it. I think it clocks net, in it. Was it. Like, it's only Netflix. It's about twenty five to thirty five million. Yeah, which is in today's terms. Yeah, not small. Yeah, not a lot. Small fry. And Considering they had, they're doing a Vietnam film, so there is yeah. action in it. 
but and even that sometimes feels like it's dragged out a bit but yeah but i th- i think the those bits are good but you really see their age oh yeah like the guy that was in gone in 60 seconds is the only thing i can think of him being in but the one that's got the maga hat okay yeah 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 him um, Del- him when he's like um older i mean when he's supposed Lindo, to, when, when, yeah, Lindo, when, when he's supposed to be young he, you can just tell that he's the same and i think it's supposed to be like you're not supposed you see it how well, they I, see it or whatever yeah well in my head i was thinking because the memories, first time they look like that yeah the first time you actually see them go back in time yeah the screen shortens to what 16 19 in terms of ratio it's like, yeah it's supposed to be like like so it's like that films in yeah, the, so, that, so, yeah the that films age, that aren't yeah. widescreen and um and it brings it into that ratio and you're thinking all oh, right okay so it's a flashback yeah because the first time it happens is guns gunshots are going off in the present day yeah and you're thinking that's triggered um that's triggered paul yeah. who is um delroy uh lindo is playing him and it triggers him to have this flashback so i thought that was quite clever in the way it was done but then when every time they did a flashback it didn't actually coincide with a trigger of some no, sort. no and that's what i mean that's why i don't think it was placed like that that moment when that happened you were like it takes him back but yeah. the other moments it was like they just did all it. of a sudden the screen went shorter and you were like what the fuck why just to, just to further the plot it could yeah, have been done in a I, better way yeah and i just think it was a bit jarring going from normal to i like the idea but i would yeah. have loved the idea of the film opening with half an hour of them when they were young with the film like with the ratio short and then when it got to the present day it just widened out and look because when because it looked amazing when it went back yeah and they were like in vietnam yeah it looked amazing yeah but because it was shot to look like you're watching a film like kind of like apocalypse now yeah in that and in like way, you know the is, things like the cameras with the handle uh, like the, the super eight film yeah the, yeah yeah it, it was supposed to look like that and it did but i just feel like if it wasn't going back and forth it would have more of an impact but mm. i don't know it's just... so so it's it's um yeah this is a two hours and 35 minutes it does go back and forth quite a bit how do you feel about the characters and the actors the the, the characters obviously that it's emotionally charged and it seems to be that he's trying to give certain characters, definitely Paul, who again, as we said, played by Delroy Lindy, and it's it, he, he's the one which they're trying to really give these lines and these scenes to, which are overly emotionally charged, in my opinion. I kind but, of felt that the acting at of, times was really forced from him. Yeah, but I kind of feel like he was either, he's either Oscar worthy, yes. or like totally chewing the scenery. Like yeah. there was no in between. It was like, and it felt like there was bits where the bit. So there's going to be spoilers for this, okay. obviously, right? But like, so the bit where they end up on the minefield, yep, right, is like amazing. And like when it's like really tense, and he gets his son off the mine, and it's just like, but then instantly after that, all of a sudden he's holding everyone hostage. Yeah, and it just felt really weird. And then he was like threatening to shoot his son, who he just spent the best part of twenty minutes calming down. And then saved his life, and then all of a sudden he's like, "I think that I think trying the pro- to fucking murder I, everyone." I was like, "I don't really." But I, but why. I could, I could, I could understand that as a character yeah. development. What I couldn't understand was the way in which he was acting as that character during yeah, that time. He was just so because you can you can kind of tell that the basis of it was that he is he is the one who's got the PTSD. Yeah, he's the one that kicks off when they're on the raft and he sees someone who yeah, says like yeah, yeah. he says uh, you know a Vietnamese guy kicks off and he's the one that gets really irate about it. Yeah. he's the one that talks about seeing ghosts of Norman, who is the leader played by Chadwick <laughs> Boseman, of course. Yeah, we haven't discussed yet, but um. You know, he's the one. So you think to yourself, he's the one that's going to be on edge. He could go one way or the other. He could be fucking a horrible, horrible person. Or he's going to be, you know, quite... His heart is in the right place. Yeah. And I've... you could sense that his heart was trying to be in the right place. But he played way over the top when he was trying to be... Trying to be the sort of... What seemed like a villain. Yeah, that's what I mean. So the bits where he was emotional... And you could tell he was, like, upset... And, like, really upset about stuff. I thought he was amazing. But then mm-hmm. there was bits where he was trying to be, like the bad guy like you said the villain and i was just a bit like this just i need less of this yeah really yeah and you could tell like and obviously they tried to give him a different twist because he he was a trump supporter so it was like charged from that end which i which i again i i think that does that that because that's that a helps. thing yeah yeah and i but i just feel like if also that just that that part of the film could have been a film in itself mm-hmm. of guys of ptsd going back to vietnam and like dealing with their problems with each other there didn't need to be this aspect of gold in it that could have been a whole different movie in itself of like the quest for gold mm-hmm. but obviously you need that because it sends people mad or whatever like that's like and a, I'll, as a catalyst in a lot of like books it's yeah. like you need something that sends them all mad but 
it's, an, it's feel... an interesting point you make. Spike Lee, obviously known for um, do the right thing, and she's what is it? She's the she's the oh shit, what's that one called? She's the fuck, I've forgotten. Anyway, um, but that those it, she's all she's got to have it. Sorry, that was really really bad at me. She's got to have it. Do the right thing. His early on films had those kind of simple plots in a way or a simple plot device whereas do you think this was too many yeah too many cooks i yeah i just feel like it he didn't it was so over i don't want to say over the top because i don't necessarily think it was over the top i just think he maybe tried to do a bit too much and this film that could have been two films was one and that's why it's two and a half hours long but it's been really well received though uh yeah let's let's talk Clocking about in that at like 92 percent yeah tomatoes, yeah which is good and like and the thing is i don't know if it's because i think maybe even if i'd gone to the cinema people would say like a longer film you need to see at home because you get breaks and stuff but i almost feel like if the atmosphere was better for me i might have got more into it yeah it's the same with the irishman the i feel like if very i had, good point if i'd seen the irishman in the cinema i would have known what i mean i would have been into it because yep. i would I, I know that I'm staying till the end sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But I feel like... Your phone's off. Yeah, I feel like as, my... as much as when you're sat in your lounge watching a film... Yeah, you, you want to try and be like... Like the same as you would be in the cinema. But realistically, you can get distracted easily. And I feel like with a film that's two and a half hours long, especially when it's jumping back and forth between timelines, I just felt like maybe it kind of lost my concentration. Yeah. But... Uh, can I make a point? You can. Something that really, really bugged me from the word go. What's that? Uh, the editing when they hug. Oh, I, I don't even... know if you noticed this. No, I've got so. to show you afterwards. Fuck me. Really? Yeah, to the point where I'm going to look it up while I'm talking about it. So there'll be like, the guys meet each other at a hotel and, you know, one comes in and he's like, you motherfucker. And he goes and he hugs oh, him. Yeah, yeah, and then I it cuts that. to the other side of it. And then he's going in to hug him again. But it was like every single hug that was had in the movie was cut like that. Right. So I really want to know if it was noticed elsewhere, which it should have been. It was that obvious. Like I'm not that type of person when I watch a film that I notice those things yeah. that well, I don't think. I mean, it, right. but it was that obvious. Me and my girlfriend Elm were watching it. And it was like, that's fucking... Yeah, really jarring. So then, when it got to the end and it happened again, it was like, oh, they kind of ruined that moment by <laughs> them hugging and then cutting it back and hugging again. But then we thought to ourselves, it was like, they done that on purpose, maybe or... they've done it on purpose. I need to watch it. Is it all a dream? <laughs> I don't know. That's the go-to thing to just be like, it was just a dream. Yeah, that would have been the easier option. The, the five bloods hugging is what I'm gonna type in here. Okay. Yeah, the quick cutting hugs. The double dolly shot, the quick... Okay. Yeah, the so is it a thing that's a thing? And it's not just a mistake? I th- this is what I'm saying. No, it just talks about them having hugs, but it doesn't... No, actually, no. There's an article here that says, oh, they all gave me a hug and said, Spike, we saw your World War... Okay, that makes no sense as well. People talking about the film giving them a warm hug. But I feel like... <laughs> I feel like if, if you're noticing that and you're even mentioning the word hugs in your review, surely you noticed that they were hugging and it was really badly cut. Yeah. I mean, he, he writes, directs, and edits all of his stuff, though, doesn't he? So maybe Give he... that job to someone else, Spike. We've seen your glasses. They're really thick. Surely you can't. <laughs> can't sure. see the finer details. Yeah. Maybe need some short-sighted glasses like you, Sean. Um, <laughs> but but how do you feel about it? Because Spike Lee, as we mentioned, he's, I mean, he's, he's, he's an innovator when it comes to when it comes to films and he's a bit of a he's a bit of a boundary breaker a bit of a wall breaker isn't he you know it's, it's... yeah and i think but i feel like yeah but like he's now in a time where it's more it's more important than ever to say something i feel like he still didn't say it he said stuff better in with black Landsman, and even like stuff he's done previous and i don't know why this didn't really land with me i did like there's so much that I did like about it, but then when I go back to think about it, I'm like, ah, oh, that's so much about it. Did and I, there's a, there's a, I think as well because in the same day I watched Black Klansman and then this. Oh, okay. So the same day, okay. I just went straight onto Netflix because I watched Black Klansman, then it just came up that it was there, and I was like, oh shit, because I would have watched that first. And I feel like maybe it clouded my judgment of it a bit because okay. Black Klansman, I think, especially going back to it, I just think it's amazing. 
So maybe it was just, I think maybe because it was Netflix and they were kind of like, you can do whatever you want. He did. And maybe, you know, once upon a time in Hollywood, did it and kind of just went too far. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, I, I think so. I think so. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, we haven't even talked about Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. I think he's just wasted. And I, I think I, his character's good. And he's the one with the morals and he's the one with the, regardless of it's gold and you've got to help your people and you've got, uh, you know, and all of it. Which those are the agreeable ones and the, and the things, yeah. that's that's what I really liked about it was the kind of, when they had those moments of, of the sort of, you know, their involvement in things and actually we aren't given our reparations when we should be, our people should be given their yeah. reparations. I was like, you make such valid points. That was why it was such an eye-opener, you know, the amount of black americans that helped out in this war yeah like i think they said that it was 11 percent of americans are black yet 60 percent of the armed forces that went to vietnam yeah black. Were, yeah exactly yeah i may have got those figures wrong but it was something ridiculous yeah it's kind some, of disjointed when it that. came to the figures yeah. like it was fucking crazy so that like to be like and that. even when they do kind of touch on that point later when he's like look he said that we should give this money to our people and the other guy's like fuck that basically just like but I, then i but, want my share yeah and, and, and like all of those things I thought were good elements and they all stem from Chadwick Boseman's yeah. character and whenever they were bringing him up and speaking about him and whenever he was on screen I thought it was good yeah because he was the leader because he was, he was the, the one leader. that yeah and he was kind of what held them lot together and I yeah, thought maybe yeah. them lot without him was just a bunch of quibbling old men old men but, but you, you make you make really good points there like I think um, actually the premise in a way, isn't what's wrong here. Like, no, there's nothing no, wrong no, about it. No, no, the premise isn't what's the negative thing for me because I think the premise is fantastic, and I do think the the the, the story in essence is like a, a good one, and it makes sense because it's not the norm. It's being told from a perspective that is different to what Hollywood portray as. As we mentioned, like yeah. every other film that I've watched about Vietnam has not told the story of no, black Americans the being. O- the only one that I can think of is that actually showed that that I can remember that showed black Americans was American gangster when he's in America. But even then they're all fucking taking heroin. Yeah. But like, that's the only time that I actually saw on screen. Just, it was all black soldiers. So I have to, I have to hand it to the film that it's showing something that is against the grain. And that is what is so quintessentially Spike Lee about this. Yeah. Which is what he does in everything. Yeah. Which is what I like. That's what I love. But I just feel like maybe, it's just he misjudged the like maybe even the actors but there's some good performances in there from some people but there are there's but that, guy, I, I, that guy who was in love with that what is it I think it's a prostitute oh, Chan, Chan is yeah. the woman's name yeah the guy is awesome in it I really like and him. I even like the guy who gets fucking blown up ah the, you've ruined it the neurotic there's gonna be spoilers come ah. on um, but yeah no, you, you, I, I think you're right I think if the film was shorter, I think I wouldn't. I wouldn't be having as many issues. Yeah, it. I think there, it, there's there's so many scenes I think that are just drawn out and are longer than they should be. Even the scene where they are walking down the hill and they do find the gold and they're chipping away. Yeah, because you know that they're gonna find a landmine. It's already been teed up, like it's like told you as a plot device. This is happening. We've met the French people that are there to <laughs> sort out the mines, yeah. and therefore we're now walking into a place where we're gonna have to dig for gold so clearly yeah. there's going to be landmines there so it kind of tees it up and you think to yourself and i thought the... but it was so long as it got to that bit and it was like the acting during even that point like hey i've got another oh, one mate, guys he kept and he it was so obvious that machine wasn't on you know what i mean the like metal detector and he's going it's over here and then he was just oh 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 there's more over it. and it was like one dig and they'd found it, it was like yeah. the gold was on the top of the fucking ground. Yeah. It was made, if you looked at it from above, it would have just been 40, the yellow brick, the yellow brick road, basically yeah. of gold. Forty years later, they weren't even really digging. It was just there. It wasn't even four years later. It's actually, f- and then they actually found the thing, that, the chest. They found the chest, which was buried, yep. and then all the gold was kind of on. I just like, I don't know. That yeah. bit was just a bit. Logistically, I was unsure how that made sense. And yeah. I just feel like I don't. I didn't really care about the gold. No. I cared about everything. I like there was so much more about it that I liked. Yeah. That I just kind of didn't care about the gold. No, aspect of which it. I don't think you're supposed to. I think in essence it's supposed to start off as device, being. Isn't it, to... It's supposed to be like some sort of fucking treasure hunt film, but actually the other the other parts that come with it are um are obviously the more important bits. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. So yeah, I mean, how, how do you feel this 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 clocks in in terms of maybe give me a rating out of five, Sean. Um. I'll say like two point five. You know, I'm I'm going for three. 
personally. Yeah, I think it's just half for me. I don't think it's better than as that. You know what I mean? I don't know. It'd be like a six point five if it was like out of ten. Well, then that's <laughs> over a three, Sean. Yeah, is it? Yeah, that's you divide six point five feel... by two. That's three point two five out of five. So it's maths like an eight for weed or whatever. Where the hell did that come from? <laughs> Hive, mate. Ah, okay. Interesting. Um, yeah. So, mate, we had, uh, mate. Nah, I think probably a two. I think it's not something that I would rush back to, but at the same time, I quite liked it. I don't know. I don't think I. Slightly indifferent to it, and I feel like it missed the mark a bit. But maybe it was because I watched Black Klansman the very same day. I don't. I, for me, I don't think it missed the mark hugely in where it was going. I think what is off is the pacing some of the yeah acting. that's what i don't mean like and and it's length of time on it i think is the issue yes yeah, i think, so I think, I think if, it, spo- if that's two hours long that's a better movie yeah but i, I, I think and... i think because it would then be you, the points then hit home a bit harder and a bit more sort of snappier yeah where it's drawn out also if it was drawn out and maybe the acting was better we'd be sort of saying um we'd be saying it wasn't too uh it wasn't it wasn't too bad <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean it's not saying it's too bad anyway it's three out of five no but, and um I mean, it's Spike Lee. It wasn't going to be bad, was it? No, nah, exactly. Exactly. And I, I love a Spike Lee film, by the way, may I add? I love a, I love a Spike Lee joint. I've only watched... Uh, I mean, I've watched She's Got to Have It recently. That's also on Netflix, I believe. I mean, I watched it like last year, I think. But that's fantastic. That's like a love story of, you know, of, of, of purely a black cast. And I think it was made, mm. you know, and everyone involved with it was a black... Um, sort of made film and that was so new to sort of cinema which is actually only 1986 <laughs> but it's crazy to think like that was like the first time that's sort of 1986 really yeah that's sort of like the first was that time before that do the right thing uh yes that was before yeah three years before is it the one with what's his name gustavo the guy from breaking bad gustavo frings Gustavo Fring, yeah. Uh, no, I'm not too he's sure. He's in I don't the think first. He's in Do the Right Thing. No, I don't think he's in She's Got to Have It, though. I, I've never, I can't remember right. seeing him in that. Um, Spike Lee's actually in it. <laughs> he's been in lots of things, aren't yeah, he? Yeah, but he's in it, and he th- it's sort of like he's playing the same kid. It kind of feels like he's playing, he's playing himself a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, looks like he's on the sidelines of the New York Knicks. Which is where he is. Which is where he is all the time. Which is where he is a lot of the time. Actually, I don't think he's there anymore. I think, he's, I think he gets on well with them. No. Um no. But uh but yeah, yeah, it's an interesting one. I definitely watch it just to even sort of uh have a different view when it comes to cinema and have a different view when it comes to films. I mean if you're gonna sit down and open up Netflix and watch <coughs> some of the garbage they've got on there, this is considerably better yeah, than that. Def- yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I mean, think and I th- no, I do think people should watch it. I just think for me I'm not rushing back to watch that. I think the minute it starts, I think I'll be like, Oh, this is it's because it's two hours 35 minutes as yeah, well and like you said the pacing's way like the scenes are not in the correct order for me no no and considering of what he did previous i'm just a bit like oh, i don't i just didn't it's yeah not, it's not up there there is some inconsistency to his work yeah do you find that with his back catalog I mean, what have we what have we got from him really i can't remember what he, he did malcolm x he did crooklyn he malcolm did chirac x, um inside man 25th hour on his Denzel love his, story. Did he do Inside Man? Yeah. Did he? Did he? <laughs> yeah. I thought it was like that was him. Oliver Stone or something. That was him. Inside Man. Yeah. I love Inside Man, by the way. Exactly. I, I saw that in cinema with you and mm, Red. Maybe. Years ago. Yeah. 2006 it came out. Yeah, I love it. Amazing. Yeah. Um, what else? Malcolm X is good. Yeah. It's, as I said, there's, there's there's some good ones in there. There's some... As I said, there's no... I don't think there's any sort of out-and-out proper duds in there, maybe, but... Actually, twenty fifth hour is that not a bit crap? Yes, that is a bit crap, isn't it? Um, he did Old Boy. Sorry, but the new Old Boy. Yeah, he directed remake of Old Boy, which was shocking. Get out. Yeah. What with Josh Brolin? Yeah, that's an interesting one. That shit. Oh, maybe that's why I'm looking at the sort of. I think I was looking at the good spike lee films maybe that's the problem i was looking at the Guess good spike lee films so there's probably some awful ones on there he got game oh he did uh he did some michael jackson videos he did some uh, come on which one they don't care about us that's a banger of a video if i, I mean uh, where he is he in did, that uh he did videos for prince eminem and he did the he directed the fight the power video he also remember when he did those spike lee commercials with 
Nike. He did Michael it with uh, Michael Jordan. Yeah. Michael, yeah, Michael Jordan. Yeah, Michael Jordan. What did I say? Those Spike Lee commercials. Those, I think you meant Nike. <laughs> Nike. Yeah. Fuck knows. Um. Anyway, that beer. That's our love letter to Spike Lee. By the way, short, brief. What Eminem video? A did bit he like do? his height. <laughs> short, brief. Short, briefs. That's good. I like short, that. Short, tiny briefs. He also did Michael Jackson's journey from Motown to Off the Wall. Should we watch doc- that documentary? Yeah. Fuck it. It's a documentary. It's a documentary, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Um, so, yeah. Spike Lee, done and dusted. Hey, I like Spike Lee. From one... I would like to see more action films from him. Which just are? based on the Inside action Man. in this. No, and, and this. the action in this, I thought was... Yeah, I thought that as well. I like the bit, the bit at the end with the French guy, obviously Leon. I thought, uh-huh. that, was, I thought that was pretty solid action, yeah. to be fair. Hmm. But, I mean, those old guys would not have stood a chance. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> we didn't look like they the were going to stand a chance. They were yeah, they struggling were like, a bit. No, but by the end they were. But they were fucking taking people out. They <laughs> were. Like, they were. Was One like, of the like, guys was just there with a pistol. Mate, just and he fucking was literally pop, just and he was popping, popping people's eyes out. Like, These young how, Vietnamese guys need to get down to a shooting range. That, that shit was awful. Yeah. Um, hey, from one great director to another. It's the big man's birthday today. <laughs> Alfred Bloody Hitchcock. Ah, it's your boy. It's your boy, Alfred Bloody Hitchcock. Hey, in terms of directors, is there anyone more influential than this guy? It's an interesting one. Is there any more influ- is there anyone more influential in the sort of early cinema in West in, in the Western world, in Hollywood, than Alfred Hitchcock? Um no. I'm talking not. early cinema days, those sort of he's oh, he's, he's, he's synonymous. Capote Capote was around. Truman Capote. Truman Capote. Wasn't that who Philip Seymour Hoffman played in that movie? Yeah. But yeah, I mean, him, then it's Kubrick, isn't it? I think. I don't even know if they were around the same time. Yeah. But yeah, obviously Hitchcock is... Well, Truman Capote was actually a writer. Mm. Artist and author. I thought he was a director. So in terms of directing. Bad for me. Um, yeah, I mean, Hitchcock is just... Every good director you like will say we'll that. We'll mention Hitchcock, won't We'll they? mention yeah. Hitchcock, yeah. We're 100%. Him and Kubrick, I think. Yeah, I think you've got eras of cinema, and he he certainly has his own era of cinema, doesn't he? You know, you, you talk about um, Vertigo, you know, Rope. Um, you talk Psycho. about Psycho, obviously. The Birds. The Birds. Dial M for Murder. Rear Window. Rear Window. Rear yeah. Window. Like, yeah. wow. So there's so many in his back catalogue. And catalog. he was just weird, wasn't he? That's yeah. the thing. That he was like they were like mainstream films for indie kids. Do you know what I loved about Alfred Hitchcock as well? What's that? His whole thing of just if you search up an Alfred Hitchcock film poster, yeah, he's there. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. right at the he front. Is, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like imagine that Christopher Nolan's like is a just, Dunkirk and, and there's like his, a plane in the background. His, um, and he's just there, like is his like a. Rotund, rotund silhouette, belly, and it's just hanging out. Because his interviews are awesome. The way he talks is just—it feels like you just lose everything with him. Just imagine that Dunkirk, like there's a big plane just tuning that. Christopher Nolan's in a suit, just like (laughs) just poking his head around the corner. Yeah, he pretty much invented cinema. Or Jurassic Park. There's a big T Rex, and then Steven Spielberg's there in his hat and his like curly hair hanging out, sunglasses on. Yeah, just like just turn around. Hey, what's up? You're about to watch Steven Spielberg film. Sit tight, grab that popcorn, and uh, yeah. He's always um, Hitchcock's always in a suit as well. You gotta respect the drip. Yeah, like regardless of what he's doing, appreciate the man's. I'm in a desert filming this, but I will be in this suit regardless, which I quite, which I quite respect, I guess. He's he, he he wasn't just front and center on the posters. He also in 1963 (laughs) a trailer for the birds. Yeah. It's not just a trailer. It's introduced. It's isn't? Alfred Hitchcock just walking towards the camera, just yeah. discussing just, yeah, just talking the birds. That's why he did that a few times. I think he did. Stuff. He's very he just much like that. introducing his introducing, films, like he said, yeah. yeah. Which I, yeah, I respect that a lot. <laughs> I mean, if someone did it now, you'd be like, just forget it. I don't yeah. need to. I mean, maybe if Christopher Nolan did do that. But I think the thing is as well, he's got a, he had a huge, huge, his, his, back catalogue is massive what a fucking workhorse this guy was for a man of his size as well like how is he working that fucking hard you know 
But yeah, I mean, it's, like the out, it's an outrageous, outrageous. He's the first direct. Like when we did media studies, it was like you need to know about Hitchcock, basically. It's mental. It's mental. How many how many films are just there? You know, to watch. It's mental. So, you know, I haven't big watched shout Vertigo out to the big man. To be fair, what's up? Vertigo. Yeah, it's pretty weird. It's great. I actually put a. Uh, Put something out on the Instagram to sort of get some people's uh, views on the best uh, on the best Hitchcock films out there as well. I know that Kelvin Penny uh, did mention um, Rope, yep, which was an interesting one as well, starring James Stewart. What a good-looking chap <laughs> that man is, so Kelvin at Kelvin and James Stewart. Ah, <laughs> oh, that, that's a shame. That's a shame that's that you think shame. James Stewart is. It's not. that golden age of cinema, though, where no actor looks different. Yeah, there is that. Do you know what I mean? It was just like every actor kind of has the same cigarette in the mouth, slick hair look to them. And it's also as well. It's a lot of the films do have a simple premise, like the premise of Rope. There's like a sort of suspicious thing that happens, and then you know, it's it's like. I mean, literally, the the the, the premise is that they are host, someone's hosting a dinner party, and then yeah, like, and then yeah, they com- they commit murder, and then it's just like there's a reporter that finds them suspicious, starts probing them. So it's it kind of the premise is very simple, but the way in which it kind of plays out is is special. He made... Hitchcock's got a way of just storytelling these things, like it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, towards the end, especially, it's like Dial M for Murder, Rear Window, the same year. Uh, Evie, then, Evie Cummings mentioned uh, Vertigo. Yeah, Vertigo, so, Psycho and the Birds within like four years. Special. Which is like, I mean, imagine if Nolan churned out <laughs> the Dark Knight trilogy in three years. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Easy. That'd be Done. mad. But I suppose obviously his films don't have that technology behind them, but they were still, they were still ahead of their yeah. time, really. You know? Especially think... the Birds. It was just it's such a weird film to to do well of course there's um of course. what was that what was the film with the birds that we watched that was crap oh fucking birdemic birdemic yeah. is that what it was birdemic, birdemic. birdemic 2 as well yeah. which <laughs> yeah. i had a tagline that was fucking crazy birdemic 2 yeah hawks <laughs> H- dead death hawks death hawks death hawks versus murder birds. eagles <laughs> rape murder. pigeons versus a thief I think if rape, I seagulls. Think, I think if rapes going up against theft, yeah, I know what <laughs> I know what side of mine. I'm shitting myself over <laughs> a, a rape pigeon yeah, coming yeah. for me. I'd rather get the theft pigeon. Yeah, than take the rape it. Pigeon. Take the money. Is there any pigeons about? Yeah, there's no pigeons, are there? Take yeah. the iPhone. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I don't need it. Thank I you. Honestly, please, I don't need it. Um, yeah, just get me away from the pigeons, please. Ooh, that's a horrid thought. So, have you opened this beer yet? Uh, no, I haven't. I'm still going strong as you've done me a good... I didn't realise it was 2L. Yeah, 2L, oh, and I think it's an over... No. Was it a witchcraft? Over, overworks. Brewdog Overworks and 2L. It's called Sweet Disposition. And the over, Overworks... Is Overworks the Brewdog? Or it's a... I don't know what... I don't know. Is that their like, special one? Brewdog's special one? Or is it just... Oh, maybe. But 2L's banging. Yeah. And what's this one like? It's a nice sour. It's all right. It's only 4.9%, I believe. So really it should be an easier taste. Yeah. But I have no idea if it's nah, tangy. It's still, it's very... I want you to have a sip. What's a tangy boy? What's a sour? Ha! <laughs> okay, have you got the bottle opener? <laughs> have you got the bottle opener? <laughs> Why'd you say it like that? Okay, have you got the bottle opener? Hey, have you got the bottle opener? Hey, guys, have you got the bottle opener? I don't think I'm saying that wrong in any way, shape, or form. Not good. Frankly, you can go and fuck yourself. Okay. <laughs> um... I was really impressed by uh, at the beach at the weekend. Elm opened up a bottle of beer with a set of keys, but from the key ring, like the bit in the middle. I was, I was super impressed. It's one of the most yeah. impressed that I've been. But by anything, <sighs> pretty much. <laughs> I've, I've opened a beer with my inhaler, so I am impressed by that as well. Thank you. I mean, I'm impressed by people in opening people opening beers with things. I'll do it with my shoe. Give me a beer right now. Bullshit. Just don't do it with your teeth. That no, nah, yeah, I hate. I hate people do that because I've seen so many people like go, and it's like not, and the noise. Why? Who is it who opened a beer and they did? Oh, someone at work did this. Pass, pass me the bottle cap. So they, they they opened it already and then they and then and then he and then he. 
popped it, popped it back on, and looked at me and went, "I'm only joking. It's loose." I was like, "Oh, it's such a dad joke." <laughs> oh, no one cares. But I loved it. Give me that dad joke. Feed me the dad jokes. Um. So yeah, happy birthday, Alfie H. <laughs> this one goes out to you. Um. Is he gonna listen? Thanks for the memories, even though they weren't that great. No, wait. <laughs> That's a Fallout Boy song, isn't it? It tastes like you, only sweeter. No? Um, you, Fallout Boy is not my... Thank you. Fallout Boy is not my forte. Oh, that's going to... I can smell already that's going to burn my socks off in terms of sourness. That's a sour boy. Wait. Yeah, I don't think it's that bad though. I thought it's alright. It's just oh, now that's like licking the bottom of a packet of Haribo Tang Fastics. Fantastic. I'm not up for that, by the way. My ad. Yeah. I'm not a huge Tang Fastics fan. Oh, I love the cherries. That's an absolute tongue twister. I'm not. How no. much of a fan of Tang Fastics are you? <laughs> yeah, you nearly got that. Do you like Tang Fastics? I like Tang Fastics. Really? Well, to be honest, I always think no, and then I have them, and I'm like, yes. What Haribo man are you? Fantastic's probably now. Really? I'm thinking about it. I I'm a Starmix star waiting in the star. I used to be a Starmix when I was younger, but a Tangfastic's more of a like star mature mix is, taste. Starmix the blue packet. Yes. And then Supermix is the red one. Oh fuck the Supermix. The Supermix has got like the the shit the, like the orange with the white underneath. Oh fuck that. I don't want it. The what? It's just rubbish. Eggs. No, the oh, eggs. Oh no, are did good. someone say they were flying saucers one day? Also, they're not flying saucers. No, they're not. They're definitely. What a flying eggs. saucer only has like a bubble above it. Everyone knows a flying saucer has and a also, bubble underneath and above. Flying it. saucer. Whenever you never see see one perfectly round, they're not like. Yeah, like an egg. Like like a fried egg. Like a fried egg. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Who's even seen the flying saucer? Where have we gone now? What are we doing? <laughs> uh, UFO watch. <sighs> Welcome to UFO watch with me. New segment. Yeah. How many UFOs have you seen this week, Sean? Unidentified flying objects. Unidentified. <laughs> Unidentified flying objects. Yeah, of course. Um, six. How many of them were rape pigeons? I I can't. I blocked it out. <laughs> oh, you blocked out the rape pigeons from the trauma. Could have been twenty six then. <laughs> we we need to stop with this. We're gonna get me tooed. Oh, what by saying rape pigeons? <laughs> oh, come on, everyone, have a bit of fucking realism. No, I pigeons just, I, definitely rape. I just said that I had torture. Pigeons No trauma <laughs> Okay answer me this Do pigeons rape No ducks Ducks rape Ducks Actually I, st- I You know when you see pigeons Bopping about chasing stuff That's them raping Yeah We're gonna They're have just... to cut this No we're not <laughs> Sorry Pigeons rape male and female Pigeons Which is just like Humans do that as well So <laughs> pigeons are very close to humans It goes humans Dolphins Pigeons <laughs> Chimpanzees, <laughs> humans in that order. Dolphins, pigeons, chimpanzees, killer whales, chimpanzees. Why? When did killer whale get into it? They're smart as fuck, mate. Are they? Have you seen them hunt? No, I've never seen a killer whale. Full stop. On the telly. Is Free Willy a killer whale? Yes. It's not fucking very murderous, is it? They're called killer whales because they kill other whales. <sighs> then just call it a whale. Wait, no, because we don't kill other men. What we do? Oh yeah, we call this, <laughs> we call we call other men that kill. And killer, killer whales are fucking awesome. Killer men's, yeah. Mate. I'm just telling you now. Killer whales are awesome. Yep, they do look very cute. Is that norm? Is that a normal thing to say or not? Yeah, no, they're great. Is that you've okay? Seen black, come on, you've seen blackfish. Come on. Uh, no, I actually haven't. I feel like because I'm vegan, I don't have to watch anything that is like yeah, bad but, against animals. Yeah, but I so I marine life is something I'd care about more than like. Did you just a have chicken. a little lisp when you said something there? Marine life is marine what? life is something I care about very nice. We end up ra- rambling on again. As a boxer, marine heavy, life is my something. With you, bank, I'm a heavyweight boxer. It's not a heavyweight boxer; he's a lightweight boxer. He was a heavyweight boxer. No, Chris Eubank wasn't a heavyweight boxer. Well, he could have been a heavyweight boxer. Kathy, Kathy, can you fact check that one, please? Pretty sure Chris Eubank. Ah! Yes, he fought in two different weight classes, actually. Middleweight and... Super middleweight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, super middleweight. <laughs> so, you're an idiot. 
Yeah, probably. Anyway, Killawas are awesome. Watch Blackfish tonight. Yeah, and also maybe just have a poster up of Chris Eubank. I do. Knew it. <laughs> Gotta do it. Um, all right, this uh, sour is blowing my tits off. But that, to be honest, on like a on a warm night, is is delicious. I think I'm not enjoying that at all. That is not for me at all. I'll stick with the Gerza. I got this nice white IPA. If you want to sip for that, where's that from? Lidl. But it's not Lidl's own. That's absolute blasphemy. What are you doing? When I bring in the top quality, the top quality. I didn't like the first one. You didn't like the second. So yeah, log it and. Cassie likes the sour, so I what gave did you her say? mine. Log it. We're at loggerheads. We're at loggerheads. We're argumentative. This is from Lock Buggers. Lomond. Oh, Lock Lomond. Bre- brewery. Um, where's that? <laughs> Probably, I've, I guess because it's got Lock in front of it, Scotland. Armenia. Armenia? Yeah. <laughs> How much of the end of this podcast has just been nothing? Pretty much all of it. <laughs> My multi-award winning where do they win fucking brewery of the month in locks dumbarton oh come on let's fuck all win dumbarton it's it's not because i got it from lidl doesn't mean it's made by them it looks like someone's fucking made the label on paint this is a great can it's disgusting luke you're being a fucking bitch i'm being a snob (laughs) i'll tell you what what because look they guessed i turn my nose up well they sell punk ipa lidl so you're right nah not really my mind's been blown. You calm down, Luke. Maybe. Bit too much, you're a bit too big time nowadays with your Billy fucking big wall bollocks. of trainers. Sure, what's up? You can tune into my new podcast, <laughs> Sneaker Speakers. <laughs> I bring on a guest each month to talk about what they're wearing. I hope there's a on their feet. picture of you. Like Craig David style with a beanie Yeah, with on. two with two shoes. And oh, two shoes, like, asthma. Yeah, speakers. and I'm speaking into a shoe as well. And it'd be crazy because they'd be like, he's speaking into a shoe. And I'd be like, nah, it's a microphone. Yeah. Shaped like a shoe. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> um, all right. We were going to touch on some film news. Well. At the end of this. Did you get any? Yeah. Did you bring any up? You're Did shaking you? your head. Yeah. Go on then. Films are good. There ain't any fucking news. Nah, there isn't any news. I did bring up that 15 Uh cents Batman's thing. back in production. The Snyder Cut exists. <laughs> what did uh, uh, our friend Jeff turn to me the other day and went, have you um, seen the trailer for the new Batman film? I was like, it's no. fake YouTube. I was like, they haven't released that yet. He went, nah. Nah, trust me. <laughs> That's definitely... a good impression. I've got a very good impression of Jeff and Moloch already. <laughs> trust me. It's a Batman film. We get over here. It's a Batman film. <laughs> anyway, pop it on. And he pops it on its side. And I'm like, straight away, I was like, no, that's nah, not Batman. That's so like all of the... Remember when Robert we were going to do films? we were gonna do an episode once about like fake trailers? Yep. I can't believe anyone suckers into those still to this day. Yeah. That's my, I remember when I was in college once seeing a Titanic 2 trailer. <laughs> and it was... Uh, and it was like bits from Catch Me If You Can where he's like running and shit and it's like he's been thawed out. You, so Cassie remembers, right? And I remember seeing it. I was like, oh, and then at the end I was like, hold on. That's, <laughs> that's definitely from Catch Me, Catch Me If You Can. And then I just looked underneath. It's like, fan made trailer. I was like, fuck. And I, but then I was like, what, 17? Okay, like, so what am I playing at? Okay, so like, I'll be... Do you, know what I mean? so, do you know what the one that gave it away as well on this one? So it was like uh, the Batman trailer. Right, and it comes up with at the beginning. So first of all, it's like you know a film by such and such, and then it said film trailer directed by, and I was like, wait a second, no one puts up a film trailer credit at the beginning of a film trailer. <laughs> yeah. I was like, also, who directs their film and goes, I'm done, I'm not touching the trailer. You can get some other fucking schmuck in for that. Give them fifty quid, give it to a media studies student, they'll do it. And there's me watching the Titanic 2 trailer. Like, I'll do it. <laughs> Amazing. How did they get him out of the world? Oh, my God. And he's younger and than younger. he was. Ah. Tom Hanks. Idiot. What's he doing here? Idiot. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Jeff, if you're listening, you're an idiot. He'd be livid with that. <laughs> but he'd <laughs> love the impression. <laughs> nah, you're doing it right, son. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there it is. <laughs> um, so, we did get no film news. 
No, not really. That's nah. fine. I think maybe we'll just come back with another reviewed film. Yeah. And just touch on them and then maybe the director after. Yeah. It's good. It's good. To go. it's good. I think we're gonna. What we're gonna do is we are gonna get to a point where look, you're listening in right now, and um, you love the sound of our if voices. If they're still listening now, it's great. <laughs> and they haven't switched off after rape pigeons, after rape pigeon and, and such and so. such other, you know, fantastic. I know Fraser will be listening. So, so shout out to Fraser. Shout out to Fraser, who actually is an avid fan of rape yeah, pigeons, which, <laughs> which is which is so Fraser. Yeah, he loves um, rape pigeons. Hey. What we got there? Cassie's got some film news. Dun, 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 dun. It's the film news with Cassie, Cassie at the film desk. Film news. Cassie. Film news, film All right, Cassie, news. over at the film desk, what have you got for us? In fact, Cassie's going to have to show you it and you're going to have to say it, Sean. But Tron sequel. Tron's Really? Garth Davis attached to direct with Jared Leto starring. Oh, Jared Leto. Fuck oh, off. I don't mind him. Oh, just he's going to be that creepy guy. Yeah, he's, he's always the creepy Jared guy. Jared Leto is that creepy People guy. People thought that he was bad in Blade Runner, but I thought he played just the right amount of creepy guy. In what Blade Runner? The new Blade Runner, yeah. Yeah, he was just blind, wasn't he? And like... A little bit touchy-feely. And then just killed her. Yeah. Spoiler Good film. Alert. Come on. Nah, Everyone joking. should have watched that. Yeah, they definitely should have. Uh, so Tron 3... Did it be oh Tron 3? God. Tron 3, yeah? Tron 3. Tron Tron, uh, Tron Cube. In other news. Oh, over at the news desk with Sean and Cassie. Sean, what have you got for me? Ready for a Three Men and a Baby remake starring Zac Efron? Count me in. If any <laughs> film was made for a... If any actor was made for a Three Men and a Baby style film, it's Zac Efron. Who's the baby? Zac Efron. Zac Efron is the baby. I'll buy it. Bring back the full cast. Just have them fully up to date and Zac Efron. And just looking up to The baby's Zac Efron. grown into Zac Efron. <laughs> That's not a bad premise. I saw that. I saw um, something the other day about uh, obviously Disney Plus churning out a load of you know regurgitated shit. Decided we're going to remake Home Alone. So there's a um, there's a uh, what's it called when you sign something and it's like a contract. No, you were like a bunch of people were like we're going to sign this thing. Petition. Petition. That's the one. (laughs) Fuck sake. Fuck me. That was like a right. That was like a game. The game where you worst game of all the, time. You, you describe something, something, and um, it's where you sign something. Is it that film where you describe something? It's that game you describe something, and the person has to guess. It's it two words, one word. Yeah, charades. That's it. Yes, yeah. but you don't speak. Anyways, um, <laughs> there's a petition for Home Alone to be remade, and when it's remade, just have Macaulay Culkin as himself, and don't say anything, and just still have him Home Alone. Yeah, I would like maybe him. He comes back, and he's the burglar. Yeah, and he's just got a couple. And of he's, ra- like, he's got a couple of rape pigeons every time, on his arm. Every time, yeah, and every time the kid, you know, the lady in it, that's with all the pigeons. Oh, they're rape pigeons. They're all rape pigeons. Ooh. And he's the guy. And, and he's, he's covered in rape pigeons. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rape pigeon. <laughs> and then, um, <laughs> why does he sound but, like Batman? This guy, Batman versus rape pigeon. <laughs> yeah. Dawn of ju- Dawn of Justice. Yeah, Dawn of Rape. <laughs> um, so there's. And the kid keeps pigeon ba- setting little traps, setting little normal, traps not normal, to right, kind of rape. foil him. Yeah. But because he was so good at it, he just appears behind him and just gets the pigeons on him. <laughs> this is murder. <laughs> and rape. Child murder, but pigeon rape. Not the child. pigeons are only... Oh, just... Yeah. Yeah, the, mur- the child's getting murdered. <laughs> 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 the pigeons are getting raped. Is the what I mean. The pigeons are getting raped. Yeah, not by other pigeons. <laughs> That's fine to talk about because it's another species. It's another... They're just birds. And also, no one likes pigeons, do they? Let me just reiterate here. Like, let's not... Let's not... Let's not drag this on as like some sort of long-winded joke that we're trying to compare humans to pigeons here. Pigeons are pieces of shit. (sighs) But how many times when you see a pigeon in the road and you're in your car, do you think to yourself, I'll just speed this up a little bit. I might just get that pigeon. Also, I feel like they're getting ballsy. Do you not? They're fucking flying rats. Yeah, and they're getting ballsy. They're disgusting. I feel like you used to walk near one when you were a kid and it would like fly away before you could get near it. But now it's basically walking over my shoe to get something. Cocky and little And I'm just cunts. going, yeah. Have they got bigger? Yes. You reckon? And Why? Are they eating? They're eating other pigeons. No, they're eating kebabs. Well, of course. They're eating actual Source of genuine... F- they're just, I saw a... F- they're I, eating other birds. I've seen... Th- <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in. No, this is Pigeon Chat. Come on. This is Pigeon Chat. This is Pigeon, pigeon Chat. chat. <laughs> this is a Pigeon Chat. This is this. a Pigeon Chat. This.
is Pigeon, Pigeon Chat. Chat. Um, any more film news over at the film news studio? <laughs> Just a burp. Oh, to me. Just a burp. Um, all right. Well, look, we'll be back again soon. Um, thanks for listening in. I hope you've had a bloody fantastic time. A killer whale of a time. Yeah. I You're like very gassy over there. Are you all right? Do you want me to give you a little botty burp? That means fart. <laughs> Do you want me to give you a fart? <laughs> I'm going to come up. Hey, you keep acting up. I'm going to come over there and give you a fart. You already you give me farts on the reg. You give me farts. Surely if I'm giving you farts, they're your farts. Or do you mean I'm coming over there and I'm... No. What do you mean? What, like when you give a present, it's just your present, is it? True. Oh, I've given you a present. I'll take that back. No, but I'm... Yeah. Now I'm <laughs> trying to see where we're going with the farts bit. Just wrap it up, Luke. Cassie wrap likes my up, farts. Wrap it up. All right, okay. Wrap it up. Rappity wrap, wrap it up. On the subject of gifts, let's wrap it up. Um, but no, thanks for tuning in, and we'll be back again soon. Um, hey, while we're here, little plug, uh, get on our Instagram page <laughs> at a glass half film, and you should message us and say you missed out that when you discussed Alfred Hitchcock, you silly dingbats, or. What are you on about? Spike Lee's good in when he did that film. What are you idiot heads? But anyways, we're always open to your chats. Yep. And things. <laughs> I can smell your burp, I'll be honest. Yeah. Now this is lemon sherbet. No, I can smell it before that. Yeah. Now it smells of lemon sherbet. Before that, it smelled of Lidl beer. Mate, it's not made by oh, Lidl. Right, whatever, mate. Whatever. Let me have a sip. It's nice. I don't want it. You can't force me to do something I don't want to do. You're then, you're just as bad as those pigeons. <laughs> Anyways, thanks for listening in. And as we said, uh, get on the Instagram at a glass half film and like, share, subscribe. It's good night from me, Luke, and it's good night from me, Sean. Sean. So good night. Good night. And night. Night. Bitch. Night, bitch. Night, bitch. Night, bitch.